Hi, Clinically Psych Podcast listeners. My name is Rosa. I'm an incoming clinical psychology PhD student, and I'm so excited to be here today to talk to you all about the process of applying to clinical psychology PhD programs as someone with marginalized identities. As a disclaimer, I want to emphasize that I can only speak based on my experience as a Latina, the daughter of immigrants, and a first-generation student who grew up in a predominantly working-class Latinx rural community. For individuals interested in applying to research-focused PhD programs in clinical psychology, the process of applying starts long before you begin to prepare your materials or download Excel templates. For most of us, this process begins in undergrad. When I reflect back on my own undergraduate experience, I see the first-gen student and her mistakes and misconceptions. I am also now able to know that these misconceptions were the direct result of having attended an under-resourced high school district in a small rural community. In high school, I recall that counselors would heavily push towards obtaining college admission, but no one ever sat down with me to explain how to excel in undergrad or what the different college systems had to offer. When it came down time to make an admissions decision, I opted to enroll in a highly prestigious R1 university despite not knowing what that meant. I had no idea that these universities had ample opportunity for undergraduate students to develop as independent researchers or obtain relevant experience with clinical populations. For the very few first few years of my undergraduate experience, I spent the majority of my time focusing on coursework because I thought that having a high GPA meant being a successful undergraduate student. And although GPA is an integral part of the clinical psychology application process, it is only a singular piece of the puzzle and definitely not the only item of the application you should be focusing on during your undergraduate career. In fact, most individuals who have successfully been admitted to research-focused programs in the past few years have had a combination of a strong academic record, a high GRE score, ample research experience, either as a volunteer, staff, or be an independent research program, some sort of dissemination experience, either as submitted manuscripts or conference presentations, and relevant experience with clinical populations. This list, of course, is subjective. There are so many ways applicants can get into graduate programs. I only bring this up because obtaining relevant research and or clinical experience is easier to do when you're in a higher education setting. And for most of us, that happens to be during undergrad. If you're a first-gen BIPOC undergrad student or post-bac thinking about applying to research-focused PhD programs in clinical psychology, but have no idea where to start, Find mentors that share similar marginalized identities to yours. They will be better able to understand your experience and offer you advice when you find yourself in situations that someone who does not share your marginalized identities will not be able to understand or adequately advise on. It is important that when you're pursuing these relationships, you are transparent about what you are asking. Not everyone will be able to offer you mentorship in the same capacity, but by having these transparent conversations, you can set expectations for each other. As a general caveat, mentorship relationships should be pursued with someone that you know and whom you've regularly interacted with. In general, most individuals will not be willing to provide feedback on a personal statement, for example, if they are emailed cold turkey. To begin these relationships, start by scheduling one-on-one -on -one meetings with a potential mentor to talk about similar interests you both have. If this mentor is a TA or professor of one of your courses, start by going to office hours. When and if you do begin a mentoring relationship, it is important to be honest with yourself and with your mentors about what you don't know. Clinical psychology is highly, a highly competitive field, and it may seem that everyone knows what's going on 
or what they are supposed to be doing to get where they want to be. But that cannot be further from the truth. By being transparent, you increase the chances of learning a new skill or a new piece of information that will make your application process easier. Lastly, because individuals with marginalized identities have been historically excluded in academia, and this in turn tends to increase instances of imposter syndrome, it is important to have mentors that are focused on your holistic well-being and are not simply there to help you meet professional milestones. Look for individuals who will be there for you as moral support and will be there through your failures. Perhaps when you don't obtain the volunteer position that you applied for or your conference abstract got, gets rejected or you get a shitty GRE score, you want to look for individuals that will believe you are a rock star even when you can't see it yourself.